Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSIN, the sports betting network. Keeping it rolling here. Welcome into hour two of the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM alongside Michael Lombardi. I'm Stormy Bonantoni. We are live from downtown Las Vegas at Circa Resort and Casino. And yes. I promised the people earlier that we would talk about a nice mustache to a tongue of Iloa. And now yeah. we will. Uh, at a charity. Where are you on tour anyway? What's your evaluation on tour? I, well, I think that it's unsafe for him to play football at this point, <laughs> to be honest with point. you. Yes. Like, um, but. He has his moments of being great. I'm just not sure he's particularly reliable. I think that's that's fair. I think he is predicated on the system. He's a system quarterback. Like Bryce Young compared to Tua, it's not, it's not the same player. Tua's not as quick, not as instinctive, doesn't have near the arm strength that Bryce Young has. So it's fascinating how how Tua had so much love tank for Tua, remember? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, but a lot of that was generated from Lee Steinberg, his agent, who was very good at campaigning. And so that's carried over even to his NFL career because, as I often say on the pod, you can't say a bad word about Tua or else you get yelled at. So is Tua a bust? No. Is Tua an elite quarterback? No. If they pay Tua anywhere near $45, $50 million, I think that would be a huge mistake. But go for it. But he also grew a mustache, right? Yes, he grew a mustache. Uh, the Dolphins did pick up the fifth-year option, of course, even despite the concussion concerns. But So at a charity event this week, Tua came out and was talking about how much he's looking forward to 2023. said, quote, I'm very excited. Off-season training has been good. Been working on strength in many areas and chipping away at things I felt I needed to work on to get to where I feel I can be in later parts of the season. Added he's been smiling a lot more this off-season than he was last year. Look, I think he, you know, he's got great yards after the catch receivers. And he's very accurate on short throws. I think they need to run the ball a little bit more than they did. I think they became very pass-happy in their offense. But, you know, the questions are legitimate. Can he take a hit? As Buddy Ryan once said, there's a place in football for the little man. It's just not in front of the big man. Well, you say, well, Lombardi, why would you talk about Tua's size and you love Bryce Young? Well, they're a little bit different instinctively. Like, Tua can't avoid the hit. Bryce Young has that ability to kind of avoid the hit. He has eyes in the back of his He sees things differently. So... Look, the, the, the Dolphins are all in. The Dolphins and the Jets are two teams that are all in. 
their owners are all in. Their owners are at the age in their life where they're tired of losing, they're tired of not, and they want to get a Super Bowl. When Stephen, when Stephen Ross built the new facility in Miami, he basically mandated he wanted a Super Bowl in two years. Brian Flores was the coach at that time. So that mandate hasn't come to fruition as, as of yet. So they're all in. The trade for Jalen Ramsey, all in. The money they're spending, all in. They just need they need Tua to stay healthy. And the question is, if he doesn't, is Mike White really going to be your backup? So, and I think it's an excellent point, especially because even dating back to his last season at Alabama, injury concerns were very real. Uh, 2019, ankle and hip missed four games. His rookie NFL season, he didn't start until midway through the year, but had the thumb issue that he missed time. 2021, missed four games with rig, rib and finger injuries. And then, of course, last year, the concussions and the back. So, like... We can ask and talk all day about what's the ceiling of this Dolphins team if Tua stays healthy and plays an entire season, but truly, what is the likelihood of that in your mind? I, I don't see it because here's why. You know, what separates Tua from Young, Tua from Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray has that ability to accelerate and escape and get out of trouble. Tua doesn't have that. My whole point about Tua not being a, a top 10 quarterback, and he has nothing elite in his game. Doesn't have elite arm strength, doesn't have elite size, doesn't have elite quickness, doesn't have elite speed. There's nothing elite about him. So, and he doesn't have elite instincts. He does have some elite wide receivers that can help him out. He does have that. They, they've done a great job with that. However, that being said, so when he gets in a little bit of trouble, defensive linemen can catch him. He can't run away from him. Now, he can run when he has a clear path, but remember the injury in Cincinnati was mm -hmm. when you saw that injury or the injury in Buffalo when, you, when he kind of was wobbly. These are he's going to have a hard time, and it's you're concerned for the young man because he has had too many concussions. Yeah, and you can tell me it was two all you want. It was three. We all saw it um, on the field last year, and I know he says he's doing the jujitsu this off season to help him learn how to fall better in a safer manner. He's been bulking up his upper body. I did watch the video of that interview with him at the charity thing, and maybe I'm reading into it a little bit, but like his neck looked kind of bigger. His shoulders looked a little bit I'm sure bigger. He's, I'm, he's one thing on I, it, but. I, I'm not a two a fan as an elite player, but I will say he's not. it's not going to be for a lack of work that, that he's not going to try to do it. And look, if you're betting them on a ticket for a futures bet, Miami to win the Super Bowl, or you're betting on them on the over total, the whole thing is predicated on are they going to be able to keep him on the field? Now, mm -hmm. I think the other factor in Miami is Vic Fangio's ability to change the defense and how Vic reacts to the head coach going for it on fourth down in certain situations that would just go, drive Vic absolutely crazy. And it's going to be interesting to see the dynamic between the two of them work it out. Dolphin season win total is nine and a half. The over Shockingly low, is even right? money. Shockingly low for a team that just traded. They they have two corners. Now, Xavier Howard has not played well in two years. I'm shocked they kept him on the same salary cap number that they did. I'm shocked they've kept him on the team. Maybe he'll play better opposite Jalen Ramsey. I think it's a speed issue, Stormy. I don't think he can run as well as he once did. He's a press corner. He needs to win early in the round. He's a breakfast corner. And he can't win early. He can't catch up. At least, and maybe it was a health thing. Sometimes, as evaluators, we see players that aren't playing well and think they've lost it when we don't know the injury status. And that can be misleading. And so maybe Howard has been hurt because he once was a very good player. Uh, Miami also minus 120 to make the playoffs. They are the third shot in the division because you still got the Bills and then the Jets having Aaron Rodgers. It's going to be a little bit of an uphill battle there. The Dolphins have not won a playoff game since the 2000 season. Is that real? Yeah, I think that's right. I think in the, we played them in 2000 after they won that game. And I was in, I was in, uh, 
in, at Oakland and we shut them out. They couldn't get five. That's they were crazy terrible. to think about. Well, look, I mean, people forget this. Don Shula is the winningest coach in NFL history. He went four years with Dan Marino and didn't make the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, think about that. He went four years without making the playoffs with Dan Marino, and he's the winningest coach in NFL history. So, you know, and nobody was challenging Shula should be fired from those four. He had Dan Marino. So, uh, the 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 Dolphins just one last thought on there: twenty-one and thirteen with Tua as their starter. We also had some news. twenty-one and thirteen, and here's Lamar at forty-six and nineteen, and he can't get a job, and, he, and nobody's paying for it. Think about that now: forty-six wins. We're talking about two of 21 and 13, and no one gives Lamar credit for his 46 wins in the NFL. All they want to talk about is how it's selective argument. All they want to talk about is how he couldn't win a playoff game. That's all they talk about is how he couldn't win a playoff game, and they don't ever look at the whole tapestry like, of work. Neither can Tua. <laughs> neither can Tua. No, Tua can't get there. Like yeah. when you're criticizing Tua on arm strength, you're criticizing Tua on durability, they're real. That's real. There's no you can't debate that he's an elite athlete. You can't debate that he is an elite arm. You can't debate that he has that's not debatable. It's there on the tape. Now, he's got really good instincts. He's got good rhythm to his throwing, but he's not Steve. Remember when Steve Young came out? Steve Young was four four. Steve Young could run. Mm -hmm. And Steve Young's arm strength was much better than Tua's. Tua's arm strength is really not even Bryce Young can throw flat footed way better. Tua needs to javelin throw most balls. He needs a clean pocket inside. We'll talk about this a little bit uh, more at the end of the hour, but Bryce Young, by the way, those odds get even um, higher. even higher. So minus three sixty here is, at DraftKings. What is CJ Stroud's odds to go number two? Because interesting, yesterday Adam Schefter tweeted out that you know he's not convinced that Bryce Young will go number two. So. Bryce Young is, uh, I see minus I mean, three. excuse me, C.J. Stroud will go number two. Yeah, I knew what you were saying. Bryce Young um, is at Thank minus you. 330 right now for number one. Second quarterback selected um, is Stroud at 230. But I'm trying to find where is the the number two pick is minus 220 for and Stroud. Is, Stroud is minus, minus 145, 145 at BetMGM. Yeah, so you would think it would have been a lot higher. So that betting market there, Tyree Wilson at plus 750, that would shock the world if he went to. It wouldn't shock me, but that would shock the world. Now, Jalen Carter at 16-1 16 16 is a hell of a bargain because Jalen Carter is exactly what D'Amico Ryans needs to rebuild this team on that Houston Texan front. However, that being said, they've got to make sure they handle it. See, I think the other thing we haven't talked enough about is everybody just assumes that the quarterback's going to go because Houston needs a quarterback. Well, what happens is if you have a player rated so much higher than the quarterback and you have a head coach who is basically willing to lay a foundation down and go with what he has at quarterback, like the 49ers did when they signed Brian Hoyer and they had the second pick in the draft. They don't pick Patrick Mahomes because they're going to pick, they're going to try to sign Kirk Cousins. Mm -hmm. if, you, if you have that, why wouldn't you just take the best player? Why would you lock yourself into a quarterback? Because here's the question you have to ask yourself that none of these mocks or draft experts ask. If I take C.J. Stroud, am I getting a top 10 quarterback? And is he better than the quarterbacks that are going to come out next year? Because what happens if I, get, if I have a top three pick next year, like the Bears, and my quarterback isn't as good as some of these guys that come out? And if you're D'Amico Ryans, like you said, obviously his foundation is defense. And he had success with the San Francisco 49ers because of how strong that defensive front was. And, and like obviously other things as well. But huge part of that. And I would assume, given 
the way things have played out with the Texans in previous years that he he's had conversations about, okay, you have to trust me. We're going to build something. This isn't a one year and done type of a thing. Give me a little bit of time and then actually get the guy who's going to be the guy of the future, not a guy that you are just kind of forced into taking because you don't have the number one. The overall worst pick. thing you want to do is take a player at a position and still need to answer the solve right. position. That's the worst thing you want to do. Whereas to the mockers, it's easy. Just give them a quarterback that solves it. But three years later, they still need a quarterback. Well, it's like the Colts. If they take Richardson, they're doing they're doing exactly the same thing that they've done in the past three years, taking a one year answer to solve the need, but still need it. Now they're doing it with a rookie, so it's going to be masked as a two or three year project, but it's still the same result. So, what's the quarterback room then for the Texans? Who's who's coming out of Case training Keenum, camp? Case Keenum, Davis starter? Mills. I mean, you know, and then when one of these teams, I mean, maybe they'll get Ryan Tannehill if, if Tennessee trades up. Oh, and that has been talked about a lot. That would be a haul too for the Titans if they traded up from eleven. Say they traded the two, and you throw they throw mm-hmm. Tannehill in there as a gimme. All right, time for a break. We're back to the NBA in a moment. John Massa of howtobeatthebookie.com is next. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSEN, the sports betting network. Welcome back to the Lombardi Line. Remember, everybody, you can become a VSEN Pro subscriber today. Get the daily email we send out recapping all the best bets from each of our show hosts and guests. You'll also get unlimited access to the VEASAN.com picks page. Sort picks by sport, matchup, event date, and more. Check the VEASAN top experts leaderboard as well to view betting records, profit, and ROI and see which VEASAN expert has the hot hand. For VEASAN Pro picks, betting splits, power ratings, plus 24-7 video access, you can become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today. Sign up now, just $9.99 at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Last night, 
was fun in the NBA. The Hawks end up beating the Miami Heat despite being a five-point dog. The Lakers get it done in overtime against the T-Wolves, and we have a pair of play-in games coming up tonight as well. Bulls, Raptors, and Thunder Pels to help us break down that as well as the playoff picture in general in the NBA. Bring in John Massa of HowToBeatTheBookie.com. Been in this racket a long time. Great with the NBA. Great to have you. How are you today? Thanks for having me. Guys, very good. Uh, Ready for the NBA playoffs. Uh, Tell me when you want to get started. John, let me ask you a question. How much in your handicap, and I know you've been doing this all year, and you've been giving out winners all year. Uh, how much have you factored in the, maybe the play, the regular season isn't indicative to what we see in the in the playoffs? Uh, it is, and it isn't. Depends on the teams. Golden State throw. We'll talk about that. That's one of my bets. Golden State for Saturday. Throw out what they did, especially on the road all year long. It's it's playoff time. You've got uh, the core Curry, Clay, and Dre, four-time NBA World Champs, going against the team that hasn't been there in 16 years. It's this is you know they were the worst. They have the worst record on the road of any playoff team. This isn't a road travel for them. They're going down the highway to Sacramento. Uh, so again, playoff time. They kick it into another gear. For certain teams, Denver, opposite, great all year. I don't have them as one of the top teams in the West. Well, no, I think that's a, a funny point, too, on the Warriors, just because you look at that stat where it says they're the 19th team to lose 30-plus games on the road and make the playoffs The previ- of the previous 18. 17 of them were eliminated in the first round, yet the Warriors are here in your $3 favorite in this opening series, and, and they're favored big for a reason because of all of the the things that you mentioned there. Before we get into just kind of general series outlook, though, I do want to just get your opinion on the play-in games coming up tonight, if there are any bets that you have in either of the two upcoming. Absolutely. I I bet uh, Thunder plus five and a half. As soon as the lines came out, uh, various reasons. They've met seven times in the last two years. Pelicans winning four of the seven. uh, Thunder covering five of the seven. All four that the Pelicans won have been by four points or less. They play a tight game every time out. Sunday, Pelicans went to Minnesota with the hopes of becoming a seven or or a a seven seed uh, or higher. Uh, They went for that game. Four of their five starters played 39 minutes or more. They had that game in hand up 14 points. Gobert has a fight. He's out of the game. McDaniels, he breaks his hand. He's out of the game. So a 14-point lead. T-Wolves, best two defensive players out of the game, and they still let them come back to win the game. They let that one slip away. They got to come home now. Uh, Oklahoma City team that's been great on the road against the spread all year long. They rested all their guys Sunday. Uh, I think this is a game that they've done so many times. Just keep it close. Thunder, 5-1, and one, straight up, 6-0. and oh, Last six visits to New Orleans, I took Thunder plus 5.5. How about the Atlanta, how about the Toronto and Chicago series? How do you handicap that, John? Uh, last six times these teams have met, uh, three and three, home team winning and covering each of the three. Toronto's won two of them this year. Uh, Toronto's just been red hot at home in the second half. Um, Chicago, who was absolutely horrible all year on the road, winds up winning eight of their last ten on the road. Uh, this game is a little high. I expect this to be a little bit of a lower-scoring game. It just has ticked up to six points. It's bulls or no one for me in this spot. 
I know that there, there's you do a little bit of everything, right, when you're betting the NBA playoffs, but do you have a preference, whether it's you know game by game or betting series prices or series spreads? Is there any specific angle or approach that you take when you're betting the playoffs? Value, 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 wherever I see value. Really tough to bet these, these series. You just don't know injuries pop up, and they, they transform everything. Uh, I'm waiting on the injury of uh, Julius Randle for the Knicks. He was at practice yesterday, out of the walking boot, still up in the air if he'll play or not. I took plus six regardless in game one. If I knew we had Randall the entire series, that it would be a different story. I might be able to play him. Can't pull the Knicks, uh, uh, pull the trigger on the Knicks in the series without knowing if he's in. Similar situation, uh, Clippers without Paul George, not much of a chance against the Phoenix Suns team that is yet to lose when they've got KD on the court. How about, let's go, let's talk about the East. Is it a two-team race, or do you think there would be a sleeper? Is there value in playing the 76ers to go to the finals? I don't. Yeah, no, he, I, I don't think there's a I, I didn't even I set him up Milwaukee's on that. He had just, the answer. <laughs> I think Milwaukee's cut, cut ahead above everybody else. I think Celtics are also. Um, Philadelphia, they, they can't beat the Celtics. They have beaten the Bucks. That could be interesting, but they wouldn't get there. If the two, if if form holds, which I expected to in the first round of the East, you're looking at the Bucks against either Cavs or Knicks, and it'll hold with Celtics beating the Hawks and Sixers beating the Nets. Sixers just cannot beat the Celtics. They beat them the last time uh, just by two points in Philly in a game. Really didn't mean much to Boston. Boston's had their number. They'll beat them. Can they beat the Bucs if Middleton is having a problem again like he did last year? Now he, he, he tweaked something against, should be ready, but the, that's what made Boston beat the, the Bucs last year with Middleton out. Uh, with Middleton healthy, I, I believe Bucks go back to the NBA championship this year from the East. How about the Sixers and the Nets? Where do you have that hand? What, what, what do you handicap on that series? Is it a, a four, a five game, six game? Four or five, yeah. In and out. Um, Sixers won all four meetings this year. A couple of the, the meetings were earlier in the year. That's when you had KD and Kyrie there. Uh, this Nets team, uh, Mikel Rogers done, done a great job since coming over from uh, Phoenix, but he's just not that superstar. Uh, too much firepower, too many times getting to the line, uh, Embiid and Harden. Philly will, get, uh, Philly will get the job done. Could be a sweep or five games. Don't see Nets really posing a threat to them. In the what we talk in the East about it being this you know two horse race type of a thing in the West, it really feels like it could be anybody's game up for grabs very much so super wide open in that conference. Who do you have coming out of it? Wide open is exactly the word. Uh, things happen for a reason. So I see that the, uh, the Clippers winning on the final day, beating Phoenix in the final day of the regular season, only to having to play them again, just not optimal. Like I said, KD on the court, Phoenix has yet to lose. Clippers will be without Paul Judge for at least the beginning of the series. I see Phoenix holding, uh, holding serve on their home court in that one. I got Phoenix ready. This is the best team right now. Um, Memphis, their reward for being the two seed is they get the team in the West that's had the best record since the All-Star break. And that's the Lakers. Didn't play a great game last night against Timberwolves. I expect them to come out much better. Um, if you guys can go back and remember, January 20th, 
Memphis goes into L.A., plays the Lakers. It's the game that they get into it with Shannon Sharp on the sidelines. Since then, Memphis just 20-18. and 18. And like I said, Lakers since the All-Star break, second-best record. Only Milwaukee Bucks have a better record. Uh, this is a problem. Lakers are a problem in the West. I got them upsetting them. I bet them already plus three and a half in game one. And I've got them upsetting the Grizzlies. Grizzlies can't win on the road. Best home record in the NBA this year. And that's why they're a little bit of an overlay, I feel. But I still took the Lakers in game one. Did you have any concern about the Lakers yesterday? I mean, just given the way that that game played out, they're an eight-and-a-half-point favorite. They're down as many as 15 a number of times, including late in the third quarter. Um, they obviously end up getting the job done in overtime, but um, you believe that they're going to be able to step it up against kind of, you know, the injured Memphis team in that next round. But right away, game one, you're taking the three-and-a-half. Already took three-and-a-half. Yeah, uh, again, like I said, Lakers did not look good. Most of that fell on D'Angelo Russell. Just one for nine last night. He's got to get the, the job done shooting. Because okay. they'll face, look, Lakers got a break again last night. No Gobert, no McDaniels. Those are two of the guys that would be trying to limit AD and LeBron. Um, they'll go to Memphis now. Got another couple of guys that play defense there. Jackson Jr. is phenomenal. Uh, AD's got to he's gotta get the job done on him. He'll limit him. Uh, he won't stop him. Brooks. He's got to get the job done also defensively. I just think the Lakers, like I said, since the All-Star break, they won the trade deadline. There's no question about it. What they've been able to do since then. Yeah, and and especially that defense. John, thank you so much for the time. Thanks, John. Awesome work, man. Appreciate you. John Massa, make sure you check out again howtobeatthebookie.com. He's all over it. Yes, sir. Um, been great on the NBA. Harry Gagnon has as well, host of the Against All Odds podcast, is going to join us coming up next. I know he likes the Kings, so oh at odds in that series, it appears. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSEN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com and check out the current betting splits data. I want to know where the money and bets are moving for every game. The betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes so you can see the changes in action. Find out where the public's betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits, another way VSIN's here to make you a more informed, better year-round. You can check out today's betting splits at vcin.com slash subscribe. Speaking of which, I'm looking at the page right now in the Bulls-Raptors game. 76% of bets, but 55% of the handle on the over 212 and a half. So just like, just play things out, take a game. JBT was on that under, though. I think he liked, He thought it was going to be a kind yep. of a, a mash game. It'll be interesting to see how that works out. Yeah, it'll be a good one. We got Bulls-Raptors tonight as well as the Thunder and Pelicans going head-to-head to help us talk through those games and some more NBA series talk. Harry Gagnon joins us now, as he always does here on the Lombardi Line, host of the Against All Odds podcast, former Vegas Sportsbook supervisor. What's going on, Harry? Hey, what's up, guys? How's everything? How's, how are you guys doing today? We're doing good. I mean, you're not. I can't believe you're not on tour. What, what happened? You stopped going to Springsteen concerts? What happened, Harry? You just go to every city, well, now, right? Gonna, yeah. yeah well, look, you know, I, I, in a couple of weeks, though, in a couple of weeks, I'll be heading, uh, like I told you, I'll be heading uh, across the pond over to uh, over to Barcelona for that. By, by the way, uh, just just throwing it out there, Mike. Just throwing it out there, my buddy. Yeah, you're amazing. I'll go, uh, go on all these trips with. You're He's amazing. By accident. By accident, he bought an extra two tickets to the show in Italy. He's like, 
more than you're more than welcome to have them. You're more than welcome to have Mike. <laughs> I would love it. There you go. Yeah, that would be awesome. I've seen <laughs> him once. Stormy, he can't say no. I mean, listen. How I'm do you awesome. turn that down, Michael? I don't want to turn it down. No, I don't want to turn it down. But yeah, I think this job will make me turn it down. <laughs> oh, Harry. All right, we got to talk some hoops, though, because I know you are locked and loaded with not only props, but series bets. You got some MLB later as well. So um, let's get started here. I want to start with the Kings Warriors series because um, we just had a guest on and a number of people have said this as well to throw out the road record with the Warriors during the regular season. And I I personally have a very hard time getting over that factor, especially because late in the season you hear Clay Thompson and Steph Curry talking about how we we, we want to win these games on the road to get ready for the playoffs, and they were, weren't really able to do it. So how do you think that they like that, that will work out when it comes to this opening series with the Sacramento Kings? Yeah, Stormy, I, I agree with you. You know, I, I do like the plus, if you can get plus 250 for the series here also, if you want to bet uh, spread records for the series. You can get plus one and a half games with Sacramento, still plus money. I've seen it plus 115. And I get the experience, the history of Golden State. That's why the line is as big as it is. But again, you cannot just throw out that this Kings team won the Pacific Division. Not Golden State, not Phoenix, not either LA team. It was Sacramento. The fans are going to be electric. It's going to be some Saturday night, it's must see TV. When game one happens on some on Saturday night, it's going to be a lot of fun. Fans are going to be crazy. Probably the best fans and the loudest fans in the NBA. Sacramento, like you just mentioned, Sacramento was plus nine wins on the road this year. When they do go on the road, when they go to San Francisco to play in game three. Uh, look, Golden State, you mentioned a terrible road record. They were, I mean, bad is one thing. This is terrible at 11 and 30 on the road. That is the worst road record by far out of any team that qualified for the playoffs, Sabonis and Fox, both all-stars this year. I think Sabonis is the key if he can control the middle, not allow uh, Draymond to get into his head and still be able to pump out his double-doubles like he normally does. Fox can score very quickly. I, I just I, I understand the experience. I get it all with Golden State and Curry and, 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 and Thompson, but I'm still taking the Kings here at plus, like I've seen 255 for the series. And definitely I'm taking plus the one and a half game at plus 115. Let's go sack town. Let's do it. Uh, you're not, you're factoring, you're really weighing heavily on the regular season, which to me is. And Michael, you don't. I, I don't see how you can count the regular season in the NBA. You know, we've got guys that miss multiple games and, you know, the lack True. of effort. I, I think the other thing is, is there is a part of that veteran thing, Harry, where they turn it, they have another gear to turn up. Everybody's pacing themselves, and I think this is the home stretch. And like a horse race, there's someone's kicking in here. No, you're absolutely right. I mean, you can always, you know, listen. We can can uh, Clay or can uh, Steph take over a game and win it late when you know maybe it hang, the game hangs in the balance and they just pull it out in the end. Yeah, they definitely can. They've done it all these years, and I agree with you, Mike. I definitely can see that, but I'm just maybe it's just me that like. Maybe because I'm against a lot. About two and a half months ago, I gave out the Kings a plus four thirty to win the Pacific, and they held off these teams. I know Phoenix, uh, uh, you know um, Durant had that injury, didn't get to play when he was supposed to, uh, but they also haven't lost. Phoenix hasn't lost uh, um, since he's been playing, since he's been in uniform. But uh, and that may be something for down the road in this uh, in the in the Western Conference uh, playoffs. But just here alone, I just I don't know. Uh, yeah, and Stormy, you made a good point. I just 
I can't. I mean, maybe it's, maybe I'm wrong, but I'm, I just can't get over that 11 and 30 road record when there were teams that they. And yeah, it is regular season. You're right too, Mike. But just couldn't get over the hump of some of these teams. I'm going to take at least the plus one and a half games. How about the plus one and a half games, and you still get plus 115. So if they even lose the series by one, you still win the bet. I like. That. Yeah, and that's what I was going to say, Harry. That was my favorite bet of the way that you approached that was the plus money at the plus one and a half games for Sacramento. You know, they. They, regardless, I think, are going to keep it close. Um, as far as the games tonight, I know you don't have any side plays in Bulls, Raptors, or Thunder Pels, but you do have some props. What do you What do you have your cash on tonight? Yeah, I like both guys here to go over two and a half threes. First in the Toronto Chicago game, let's go with the Raptors, Fred Van Vliet, over two and a half threes at minus 130. Very, I've got another guy who, during the playoffs, seems to shine, has had great games in the past with this Raptor team. He's the second leading scorer on Toronto. Two of the three games versus Chicago this year, and Bleed had five and six made threes. He's averaging three a game, uh, average three a game in uh, last year's playoffs. And his last 15 playoff games, he's attempted at least 10 threes in 10 of those. So for to get three, I think that's pretty good value there. And I'm going to take C.J. McCollum of the Pelicans over two and a half threes himself at minus 165. He's had three or more in his two games played this year versus OKC in three straight playoff series. McCollum, veteran leader again in game one. McCollum has had three or more threes in three straight playoff games in game one to series. Give me McCollum and Van Vliet, both over two and a half threes. And then, Harry, you're such a versatile guy. You also have baseball picks today. I mean, this is remarkable. It's you all can, over the place. You're spanning the all globe. The Before you get to your baseball picks, who do you like coming out of the East in the NBA? You know what? I, I, more than any, I, I know Boston, Milwaukee has the best record, and Giannis was tremendous. Same with Boston. But I'm leaning a bit here. I'm leaning a bit towards Joel Embiid and the Philadelphia 76ers. I know, Mike, I know they haven't been able to get it done in the playoffs, but I think this is a different year with him, with this team. I think they rally around Embiid. He carries the team on their back, and he gets it done. I love how they lure you in. They just lure people Ooh, I in. Know, I know, they, right? they lured Will Hill in two years ago. Now they got Harry. That just really, it's a trap. All right, let's talk baseball because I'm telling you, please, Harry, donate to St. Jude's. <laughs> Don't make that pick on the 76ers, please. It, it, those it. kids oh, yeah, need absolutely. those kids need it more than you wasting your money on, on the 76ers <laughs> who have no chance of getting there. So please, St. Jude's, I'll, I'll text you the president of the company. You can send the money directly to him. I love it. Dan, I'll send it right to Danny Thomas this Sunday. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Let's 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 go with the baseball. How about this? How about even par even money parlay for baseball later this afternoon? Uh, Blue Jays minus two sixty against Detroit. We're gonna go with Kevin Gossman. Got twelve innings, fourteen cases so far this season. Zero earned runs. Detroit is minus thirty five in run differential. That is the second worst record, guys, in Major League Baseball behind Oakland. So give me the Blue Jays there. And then another 260 with the Braves tonight against the Reds. Spencer Strider on the hill, 2.545 ERA. He's got 18 Ks, nine strikeouts in both starts. He's also gotten some great run support from his teammates. Seven runs he's gotten in both starts. So give me the Blue Jays and the Braves to win later on tonight. Both at minus 260, and that parlay pays even money. Love it. Last thing here. we got about a minute left with you, Harry. 
The Rays have been on an absolute heater, 11 straight out the gate to start the season. They're favored again today uh, against the Red Sox. Can they? How long can they realistically keep this up for? It's been wild, the margin with which they've been winning these games. That's the question, Stormy. It's like, how can how much longer can they keep this up? 11 and 0, not only 11 and 0, but 10 and 1 covering the one and a half. If you're betting the minus one and a half, they are 10 and 1. This is some crazy numbers that they're putting up the last four games. They've outscored their opponents 30 to 2. Uh, Shane McClanahan's been fantastic 21 Ks in 17 innings, 1.59 ERA. He's 3 and 1, or excuse me, 3 and 0 to start the season. Uh, right now, still, I think it's pretty good value, by the way. At 12 to 1, you can get them uh, to win the Cy Young. They have six guys, six guys with at least 25 at bat, batting 303 or higher. I'll tell you what, this Rays team, again, me. I don't know, guys, I don't know how long they keep it up, but it's been some start of the season. Awesome, awesome stuff. Thanks, Thank Harry. you, Harry. St. Jude's, Harry. Thanks, guys. Take care. Yeah, don't do it. Don't do it with don't Billy. Don't do it, Harry. <laughs> Harry they, fall, they get you in the trap. It's so bad. I mean, I've been in the trap for 40 years, but they get everybody in the trap. When we come back, we're talking NFL draft, which teams are critical to have a good draft. This- there are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSEN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like bonus bets and bet insurance tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. Sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. BetMGM and Game Center remind you to please play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. 
responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. We are wrapping things up on the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. Stormy Bonantoni and Michael Lombardi with you. Time for our pro tip we go. of the Lombardi line today, Michael. And uh, just goes back to a lot of what we've been talking about with the NBA. There are yeah. so many different ways that you can bet the NBA postseason. Make sure you're looking around at different ways to bet on these games and bet series spreads. Uh, maybe the total games will give you better value on a matchup that you have a strong feeling for. And even sometimes, Michael, you'll notice as you're going through some of these prices that a bet that's essentially the same wager is just more valuable in this prop market versus another. Exactly. And I think, too, today's show indicates we had JVT on really good. He's against Memphis in the series with the Lakers. John Massett, really good in the NBA. There he's against Memphis, 20 and 18 mm-hmm. since the All-Star, since the, the game in Los Angeles with Shannon Sharp. So, like that with the tip. So, find a really good number in the series for the Lakers because we know they're minus money right now to win it, but you can find another number, and I think you can shop around and get the right value. I also think just in general, some of these series spreads are a good way to handicap a game where you don't have to necessarily, like if you if you like the team that you don't think is going to win but you think it's going to be a competitive series you can bet the two plus two and a half or plus one and a half in the series it's just different ways that you can be strategic to get the most bang for your buck as you're betting these nba postseasons uh free daily betting tips at vsin.com slash subscribe and all of these pro tips searchable by sport and by show so if you're looking for tips specifically from our guy michael or from our experts on our show you can search the lombardi line that way okay we're gonna close things out here getting back to the NFL draft. And I asked you yesterday before Mm -hmm. we walked out of the studio, if there are any teams you feel really, really need to have a successful draft. And we walked out of here with five, just teams that simply cannot mess it up. One of which that you mentioned and felt very like firm in is the Las Vegas Raiders, that they need to have a good draft. Because they haven't had good drafts, right? They traded last year's pick for Devontae Adams. That's obviously worked out well for them, but they haven't had good drafts. I mean, Colton Miller's their best draft pick in terms of the first round. Now, Max Crosby's been a great pick for the fourth round, but in terms of the first round, I think it's essential that the Raiders get somebody who represents what they're trying to build in their program. A tough guy who loves football, who will compete at a high, high level. And whether it's a cornerback or a defensive lineman, today they have uh, a lot of reports say they have Jalen Carter. Mm-hmm. In. They're going to spend a lot of time with him because he is worthy of the seventh pick. There's no denying this. You just got to clear the character. If he, the character's cleared, he won't make it to seven. So is that – that was kind of going to be my follow-up because mu- a few months ago, or I guess it was early March, so just a month ago, uh, the Athletics' Vic Taffer had mentioned in a report that the Raiders had essentially crossed Jalen Carter off of their list – because of the potential character issues with, with what had happened with the reckless driving charge in Georgia. You, you can't cross anybody off your list until you have all the data. So to me, to say you, they've crossed a player off their list a month before the draft would be wrong. You know, you'll take some guys off your board based on data that you've collected during the fall that you know is accurate. Like, we're not drafting that guy. Get him off the board. Like, Ty- Tyreek Hill was off probably 30, to, 30 of the 32 boards based on his behavior at Oklahoma State. He was off the board. There was nothing that you were going to research that was going to 
offset what he did at Oklahoma State. Now, the, the Chiefs did it. They gave him a second chance. It worked out, all that. So there's certain guys you just immediately take off the board. This wasn't one of them because that incident happened after the season was over. Mm-hmm. So you're still doing the investigation. The guys that are off the board have had a history of problems that are documented that you can't really, through research, offset. You can justify taking them. You know, and, the, and, you know, it's funny when I called the, the Chiefs after they took Tyreek Hill, I called my friend who was working at the Chiefs at the time and said, how can you do that? And he said his answer back to me was, well, we did all the research. I'm saying, what research could you do? It's documented. There's no research. You know, so I, I think that's a different case here. Another team that was high on your list, the Indianapolis Colts, simply cannot mess up this draft. And they got real potential, too, because they got all this pressure to pick a quarterback. And yet their quarterback, now maybe if Stroud were there at four, I could see them doing that. I don't see, think they need to trade up to three. But if Houston doesn't go, everybody just automatically thinks Houston's going to go for a quarterback. I don't. I think D'Amico Ryans talked about it yesterday, mm-hmm. that he wants. he's playing the long game in Houston. So I think Indianapolis has potential to mess this up. Because, look, remember, Houston beat – Houston had a tie and won a game, and both of those were against the Colts. Like, the Colts have to get this right, and it doesn't, and and they can't succumb to the pressure of it having to be a quarterback. If they just pick a quarterback, like, if they pick Richardson at four and pray he works out, it's going to be a disaster. So, I think they've got to hit it, and they've got to be willing to take the wrath of perception away. Maybe they trade back. Maybe they do something different. Maybe they finally get into Lamar Jackson. I don't know. But to me, there's a great potential for Indianapolis to mess this up. Is there any likelihood you think that they could still get involved in Lamar? I don't think so. I think the I whole think so I think the whole Odell Beckham overpayment by the Baltimore Ravens was was truly a, a, a an olive branch to Lamar. I was somebody who was all out on the concept of Lamar Jackson playing in Baltimore. I firmly was like, he is done. He has said goodbye. He's out of here. They're not giving him what he wants. He's going to find another way. Not going to play on the tag. And then that happened this week. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, I told you yesterday. My tune has been changed. The great Arnold Rothstein once said, nothing says I'm sorry better than money. (laughs) So when I was at the Mob Museum yesterday, they had a picture of my man Arnold. I forgot to send it to you. You know, because there's my man Arnold Rothstein there. And he's right. I mean, money will always say I'm sorry okay three more teams you tell me which is the most important for this draft the Lions the Seattle Seahawks and the New York Giants I would say all three are in the same category both teams two of them made the playoffs one should have made the playoffs but it was the level of I mean Detroit was the better team at the end of the year in the NFC they were but they didn't make it because they got you know they they lost the tiebreaker so they need so they're these three teams are really close, right? They're both they're all from the NFC. They're really close, and whoever hits the number right, whoever does the best things to fit their team and gets in and gets production out of this draft, not a lot, but they're going to make a huge difference. And if you're Seattle and Detroit, you're never picking up here again because these aren't your picks. These are other picks. You've got to hit with them. You've got to get a blue chip player, someone who can rank in the top 10 of the position out of this draft, whether it's Jalen Carter, whether it's uh, uh, Wilson from Texas Tech, somebody like that, you're going to have to get them. How did things change with the Lions um, with the Akuda trade yesterday? I don't think it does because I don't think they ever thought Akuda was a good player. I think a lot of people, including some of the former coaches on that staff, 
I don't think Matt Patricia thought Okuda was a good player. I think there was a lot of conversation in that draft, Okuda in that draft. I think uh, Bob uh, Bob Quinn really wanted that player. I'm not defending Matt here because I have been critical of Matt, but I don't think Matt ever wanted. I think there was a lot of conversation mm-hmm. that Okuda wasn't worthy of that pick. It's just I hate stuff like that. I mean, it goes back to something that we talked about yesterday with just like the value I mean, earlier today, excuse me, the value of a player, right? right. And what it's worth. Right. And I mean, like, for him okay. to be drafted so high, it, now you're just getting a fifth round. Here's a great him. example. I'm going to write this for VEASAN today is, you know, everybody just assumes CJ Stroud is going to go too. Well, what happens if the Houston Texans have CJ Stroud graded at the same grade that they gave Kenny Pickett last year? Kenny Pickett went 20. So you're going to tell me we're going to pick a guy that should go 20 at two? See, fans don't think about that. And what I also hate is that we have no insight as to what he's graded in their minds right now. Like, we kind of do. I do because I know how you can grade players. Like it, somebody from the league said, "What would you grade Richard? What would you grade Richardson? The highest grade you could give Richardson is 64, which is a potential starter. That's not a first-round pick. That's not a top-five pick. The real grade on Richardson is what we call a D grade, which is a developmental player. That's the grade. Now that player should go somewhere between the late second and fourth round." That's a D player, but you're not going to get that value at D there. So what's the grade for Stroud? I think Stroud's probably a potential starter at 64, 65, somewhere in there. It's not a top two pick. I think he could be a good player. I don't think Levis is a – I think Levis, to me, would be a 59. I think he's a potential backup. Starter, backup, kind of one of those guys. Richardson's developed. I don't see – just because there's four guys coming out doesn't mean four guys are going to start. And definitely doesn't mean four guys are going to go one, two, three, four in the draft. No. Just throwing that out there. Good job, Stormy. <laughs> Way to go. All right. That is a wrap for us today. Thanks for hanging out on the Lombardi line. Great time, as always, at Circa Resort and Casino. We will be back here once again tomorrow. Same time, same place. Give you the lowdown on the NFL and see what happens tonight in these, these play-in games. I don't have any bets, but good luck with all of yours on these ones. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast to start listening.